Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. Hello guys, I am so excited to share this episode with you. So a little bit about exactly what it is that you're going to be listening to. So back in, I don't remember exactly what episode it was, but I talked about the conversation I had with my future self um, in one of my online programs, The Art of Manifesting Your Dream Business. And I'm getting ready to relaunch it in a couple days. And I was just thinking about what I wanted to share with you guys about it. I have some really exciting testimonies to share just of like great progress that people have made in the program but it kept coming to my mind that I wanted you guys to hear this actual reading because the fact that you can learn how to do this process for yourself is insane like it is the coolest thing ever and honestly I go back and I listen to this future self reading just kind of like as a little thing to help me reconnect back to like my purpose and my higher self so what this was was this was a reading that Talia did with me where she she channeled my future self. So the version of me who's super successful, makes a lot of money. We have multiple different versions of ourselves, right? Um, we have the version of ourselves that's really good at relationships. We have the version of ourselves who makes a lot of money. We have the version of ourselves who are super confident. And of course, they're going to overlap in different ways, but we can channel those versions of ourselves in our everyday life, but we can also channel those versions into asking questions and helping give us guidance. It's like the most powerful, amazing thing ever. So I'm so excited for you to be able to experience kind of these breakthroughs that I had um, just through talking to my future self. Now, I do want to say, though, that like a lot of this stuff that I talked about, I'm such an open book and I don't care if anyone knows anything about my life. I'm just very like open about everything. Um, but a lot of these questions that like I asked were very not personal is the wrong word, but just questions that I wouldn't really show to like my full on community. Um, it feels vulnerable to share it just because you're hearing a lot of the behind the scenes with my business and a lot of the things that I don't love to do as much as other things. And like, I just am fully frank because I wanted to take as much advantage of the opportunity as I could. And so I wasn't going to hold anything back. Um, and so just realize, like take everything with a grain of salt. It was so funny after this came out, I had a lot of people say, you'll hear more in the reading, but I like got a lot of uh, guidance to like act on certain other dreams that I had had. And a lot of people were like messaging me and saying, oh, does this mean that like you're not going to do your business anymore or whatever? Like there's so much with readings like this and we're, I, I'm actually going to be doing another episode next all about Akashic Records readings and how that differs from a future self reading, how it's the same. Um, cause those have been the readings that I've been doing lately that have been so fun. But a lot of times I'll get people wanting to get exact answers and they want to come into the situation they're like well tell me what to do here tell me what to do there and same with the future self like I almost even felt silly asking that because I know to my core that there isn't one right way there isn't one right way to success even for me even if I'm talking to my future self who've, who's already done it there's a million different ways I could get to where she is at and so as you're listening to this there might be stuff that I, and as you're doing this for yourself, if you decide to join with us in the art of manifesting your online business, as you're doing a future self-reading like this for yourself, there's going to be stuff you receive that maybe doesn't sit right with you. 
And it doesn't have to mean that, like, that was wrong, that you weren't supposed to hear that. It's just, like, during this time in your life, it feels like that's not ready yet. Even it's so interesting with this online retreat that everything is happening as it's happening right now where literally people are inside their homes. Because when we released this a couple months ago, we were so excited about it. I'm really excited for everybody just to be able to dive into this content. And it was so much content that people, it's taken people, like, two months to even start chipping away at it. And now like look at how the world has changed and look at how many people now are a lot of people are sitting at home and not even just sitting at home none of us are really sitting at home if we have online businesses anyway but it's like you have more time to be able to do those things to be able to dive deep to be able to literally create your own online retreat at home so that's why I am so excited to be opening the doors again for the art of manifesting your dream business I I talk about my journey probably not as much as I should. Um, it's been a crazy journey. It's been over two years now, but I've created over $300,000 in my business in, you know, just a little over two years. I wonder how long it's been exactly now to, it's only been like two years and two months. Why does the first couple months of 2020 feel like it's been seven years? <laughs> Let me know. But um, anyways, through my journey of entrepreneurship, I've learned what works for me strategy wise. But to be honest, I haven't changed my strategy since the first six months of my business. Six months of my, into my business, I started taking Instagram seriously. And that's all I've done. I haven't changed any of that. And there's a lot of a lot of the strategy that I do do in my business. I teach it to you in the art of manifesting your dream business. We talk about the strategy side of things. We talk about the masculine side, but we're also talking about the manifesting side, the mindset shifts, the rewiring, reprogramming your beliefs, working with your energy on a subconscious level to change everything, not just in your business, right? When we're manifesting our dream business, there's other things that we're going to be manifesting too, not just the business side of things but the overall abundance and abundance of love and abundance of friendships and abundance of new people coming into your community and abundance of followers and abundance of time to be able to actually live your life right so through this 21 days of online content there's literally content for almost every single day and with once we I'm uploading it to a course so that you'll get to log in and have access to everything immediately so straight up you could binge this in a week if you wanted to of just straight content sitting and learning all of these things about manifesting and then not just learning like we're not just gonna be sitting there and journaling it's gonna involve a lot of action too I loved one of the girls posted in the Facebook group and she said I just finished all the content like I'm so excited and she said now comes the magic part the action and like that is so true after you've gone through all of this I honestly feel like you are just going to be buzzing with excitement to start applying it all to your life to take the action steps that we talk about it's so amazing it's one of my favorite things I've ever created if not my most favorite thing um I so we have Talia who is the guest expert on all things like law of attraction and I just literally I've watched her videos time and time again just for myself because she is a genius and she has helped me so much in my business already and I'm so excited for us to help guide you through this journey of manifesting your own dream business because honestly that's what's changed my life 
And that's what's continued to change my life over and over again when I step into these new levels of, okay, I'm ready for the next level. I'm ready for the next level business. I'm ready for the next level abundance. Um, It's all come with help from the universe and this help of co-creating the exact business that I know my future self already has, right? That's what I think is so powerful about any sort of future self meditation, any sort of connection with the higher version of you. Even just like, you know, when you're sitting there and you have an image of something, like I'll scroll, I'll be scrolling through Pinterest and I'll see a picture of a house or uh, just like a lifestyle picture that I'm just like, I can feel that that is so close to being reality for me, right? Maybe it's a house, maybe it's just a picture of like some designer thing that you want or maybe it's just like a really nice sounding song that you listen to and you're like I can picture listening to this in this situation I can picture flying to Bora Bora first class to be able to live this life or maybe it's something a little bit simpler right that's the awesome thing I think about a course like this when we're talking about manifesting everybody's going to be wanting to manifest different things nobody wants to manifest the exact same thing that was one of the funnest things in um my actual in-person retreat uh in january that i held in park city was hearing the different things that people wanted to manifest everybody's was so so different and i think that is the coolest thing about the law of attraction and about the way that you the universe works is we're not all put here and we don't all want the exact same thing we're all here because we're meant to chase our desires and they're meant to be different so (laughs) anyways back to my point um there's so many moments in my life where I'll just have a click of like I know that's possible and I know that I could have this thing that I want or this level of income that I want I can almost like taste it it feels so real but there's just something that's holding you back and chances are there's quite a few things that are holding you back and it can feel as simple as applying a strategy it's like applying a strategy in business of how many times to post a day on Instagram, it's incorporating that sort of level of intention into the things you're doing every day. You're going to learn actionable steps. We're not just going to be talking about like, you know, fold your hand, like put your hands in prayer and chant a mantra and then you'll manifest the things you want. That's not how this works. This is literally like a step-by-step process to manifest and then to create the business this isn't just a manifesting course this is teaching you a lot about about business too so anyways I'm so excited about it if you can't tell I can't shut up about it and just reformatting this all of this content um and I'm doing a little freshing up on the brand because I always like to freshen up the brand that's like a little random tip about being excited about a launch if you're right now feeling blah about your products or your offerings or anything that you're trying to sell in your business Go reshoot the thing that you're trying to sell. Go freshen up the brand a little bit. Change the colors a little bit. Change the font, whatever it is. Um, That's something that I've learned with my launches is some person with that's done billions of launches, <laughs> impossible. Somebody who's done millions of dollars in launches might tell you that it's okay. You can keep the exact same stuff every single time. Then you have to work less, whatever. But to me, I want to feel just as excited every single launch as I do the first time I launch a program. And so anyways, I've been freshening up the branding a little bit just so I feel like everything is perfect and aligned with, I mean, I've changed from Kins Cold World to Kinsey Matson now, which is like kind of monumental. Um, it feels weird to talk about still because <laughs> I'm like, I'm still Kins Cold World. The podcast is still Kins Cold World. But 
anyways I've changed that and so there's a lot of things changing like my colors I'm kind of starting to change I just feel like I'm up leveling everything in my brand so of course I want to do that with the online retreat too um so anyways as I've been updating that I have just been reminded over and over again how great this content is and how different this is from anything I've ever sold before. Uh, that was my intention when I was creating this course is I wanted something that anybody in my community who you could have taken every single one of my courses. I wanted to create the sort of course that would take you to the next level that would take you from where you're at right now from the things that you've learned and help elevate that in every single you know, <laughs> matter of the word, like it's elevating everything. So I'm so excited for you to listen to this future self reading. Um, I think the most interesting thing about it to me is how like she changes how she's talking. It literally is like she's personifying this future version of me. And I would say the biggest thing that I took away from it. I mean, there's cool things that I heard of like certain things. Um, you can hear more about everything that I took away from my future self reading in the previous episode. I did more just recapping it. But to me, what was the coolest part is just feeling I could feel the energy of how confident I was and how I literally did not give a single f about anything not in a way of like being you know sometimes we say that and it sounds like careless it wasn't in a way of being careless it was just in a way that I was so confident in who I was that I didn't question anything I didn't question anything I wanted I didn't question anything that I wanted to achieve like I I just was so confident in everything that I wanted to manifest and so seeing that version of me it was so empowering and it really just helped remind me of how powerful I am because that version of me that I don't have to wait 10 years for that to be true I can step into that version of me immediately and I really feel like doing this future self reading helped me step into that version of me it like catapulted me forward so I'm excited for you to listen. Let me know if you have any questions at all about any of this. And let me know if you have any questions at all about the art of manifesting your dream business. Um, I can answer any questions you have. We are launching Sunday night. So if you're listening to this the day it came out, it's a couple days away. If you're listening to this later, uh, hopefully you listen to it before the doors close because we're only opening the doors open for, we're only opening the doors for a week. Um, and the way that the online retreat works is you do get access to all the content, but there will be certain things that we're doing in the Facebook group, like certain readings and different, um, like I'm going to do a card pull every single week for the group. We're going to be having some fun, like group discussions, whatever. That's all going to take place in the Facebook group. Um, but you get forever access to all of the content. That's the nice part is this can be something that you come back and you reference years in the future. This isn't the type of information that's going to go out of style. That's all of a sudden going to change. And there's going to be a new strategy for Instagram. That's not the type of like content that we're giving you. This is content that will last you forever 50 years in the future you could look back on this and be like damn that was a good course that was a really good course uh so oh the one thing I did want to say is if you get in in the first couple days there's some really good bonuses so head to my Instagram to find out more about that um and I guess I will just let you get into it let you get into listening to this future self-reading What's going on today is a demonstration of this um, meet your future self technique. So what's going to be happening, because there are different sort of like levels um, with this technique as to like how 
intense you can um how do I want to say it like how deeply you want to immerse yourself into this perspective so you can do it the way that I am which is to um connect with a particular future self because you can go for different future selves um I like to think of it as like you want to go for the aspect of you that has the expertise that you're looking for so I mean think think about in your own life there's a part of you that might be um more of like a people person but then there's another part of you that's better at business and then there's a part of you that's you know like we we all sort of talk about ourselves in terms of having different parts and that's um very true on an energetic level including for with like future self work so yeah so um but what you can do is when you call sorry when you connect with your future self you can do it the way that I'm going to be doing it today with you can see and that is to bring that part completely into your body so that you become that future self. So here I'm going to be becoming your future self. So you won't be talking to Talia anymore. It's not going to be me. It's going to be Kinsey 2.0, right? (laughs) Or maybe 3.0, like who knows? Who knows how far ahead it's going to be? Um, but there are different like levels to this, if you like. And it's not that you have to like graduate one in order to make it to the other, but it's just that something like this, if we have the belief that I can't do that, I'm not intuitive enough, mm-hmm. right? Then you're going to go in completely blocked because you've decided that it's not going to work. So um, on Monday US time in the workshop that I'll post in our um, retreat group, that's when I'll go through like an easier version, which is more um, like something that you can do with a journal, for instance. Um, And then like a version that's one step up from that. And eventually like this version here, when you're doing it for um, somebody else, the way that I'm doing today, that's something I'm not going to sort of bother teaching because there are a couple of little things that you need to know, but they just make it like a little bit more complicated. So and also like you don't need it. This is about how you can use this this technique to better your business. So yeah. um, that's what I'm going to be focusing on here for sure. So, so when I talk yeah. to you and like when I ask you questions, it'll it'll literally just be like I'm talking with my future self or will it be like you channel something and say it there? Um, I feel like people have different understandings of what channeling is. So, okay, so... I feel like I know what you're trying to ask. So what's going to happen is I'm not going to like disappear in the sense that sometimes when you have like real, like full trance state channels, when they come out of what they're doing, I don't really think of what I'm doing as channeling. It technically is, but I don't think of it that way because like real full trance state channels will come out of it and they will have no recollection of what happened most of the time because they're sort of gone. It's like they pull out so that, Um, another stream of consciousness can take their place in their body temporarily to speak through them. I don't like to do that for a variety of reasons. Instead, the way I go about it is it's almost like I take a back seat in my own body, right? And then I'll be letting this um, future version of you in instead. So what that means is I'm fully aware of everything that's going on, but the person who's speaking is not me. So what this means, and especially this is the reason why I do it when, um, like I'm doing this for a client or, or, or just another person um, is that sometimes people don't know how to deal 
with something that the future self is saying. They don't know how to approach it. So by me still sort of being there in the background, I can mentally Mm. clarify something or ask the future self something or redirect a conversation or something like that, which helps at the time. But it also means that afterwards coming out of it, I know everything that happened Mm. for the most part. I'll know everything that happened. Sometimes I get like a little bit hazy on it, but um, it means that afterwards if you feel like, how do I explain it? Because it's kind of it's kind of like while it's happening, I will hear everything that you hear this part of you say or this version of you say, but I'll also kind of hear thoughts of your future self and see images and that sort of thing, which means that, when it tries to explain something, if you're not quite getting it, then afterwards I'll probably be able to like clarify some things for you. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. That makes me feel less scared. I was like, I don't know if I'm just ready to straight up, like I still need you here. <laughs> I'm not going to be completely gone, but the person who's speaking won't be me. Cool. Okay, is there anything else that I need to know? Or like, it's, I was telling you this kind of on Instagram, but it feels weird because I'm such a believer in like, no one has the answers. Like you have to figure it out for yourself. But since I'm asking like my future self, I'm like, well, there is some strategy stuff. I want to know if it's what I should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, in terms of the questions, the best way for you to go about it is, as I was saying to you on Instagram, approach it like, conversation because it is and the biggest tip that I can give you is that when you hear your future self say something like give a piece of advice or share a perspective don't always assume that you know what they meant by that especially if it throws you a little bit ask for a lot of like like ask a lot of clarifying questions all the time ask why ask what do you mean by that and that kind of thing because often like from our like present perspectives, like you, you won't even realize, but you've got a lot of assumptions about what different things mean. You know, remember that this aspect of you, this version of you has overcome a lot that you haven't overcome quite just yet. So, which means that certain ideas might trigger some things in you that this version of you has already moved past. So if you feel yourself like react, like, Oh my God, but I can't do that. Mm -hmm. Or, um, or um, feeling like, oh, I really want to do that, but I can't do it right now in my business because of this and this and this and this and this, or whatever. Don't always assume that you know exactly what it meant or if you're unsure about something. Yeah, just ask, basically. Ask, for, ask clarifying questions. It's not like you get the answer and then you just have to be happy with that. It's like talking to another person. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. So um, I'm going to... If, you feel, if you're feeling ready, I'm going to in a second um, bring in this future self. But what I want to do is I want to see if we're going for like a general future super high vibe Kinsey or if we're going for a more specific. So give me like an idea of what sorts of questions you want to be asking. They're, like the all, they're all business related, like all yeah. I feel like successful money related kind of yeah but all business all business okay okay so all right so what I'll do is I will okay so with this process phrasing is actually really important um and what I mean by that is like how I phrase almost like the invitation 
So I think that how I'll phrase it is to look for the most powerful, successful, aligned, high vibe version of your future self. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Give me (laughs) a minute. When I open my eyes, I'll be ready. Okay. 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 Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Okay. Ready to go. Okay. So I'll just start out with the questions there in like no specific order. Um, Okay. Is there a price that's too high for my mastermind? I want it to be super bougie and luxury, but part of me is afraid people won't be able to afford it. If the people who can't afford it were never going to be the ones to sign up anyway. So we're not worried about them. So there's not like the price I want to charge. I can charge whatever price I want for the experience. Yeah. Well, what price do you want to charge? Because you're super triggered around it, aren't you? You always get triggered around this sort of thing. Whenever it's, yeah. I get triggered. I get triggered around the watching. Yeah. I get triggered around the really high price points. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I'm, I'm not supposed to be the one answering questions. I don't know. Why, why do I get triggered around the high price points? Like, how did I work through that? You have to stop caring so much. You're making, you're adding all of this meaning to the price point itself. You go into it, you try and push yourself and you try and set a price And like, you've already decided that it's too much. You've already decided that other people are going to see it as too much. So then you're just going to have a really hard time attracting a lot of people there. It's like, you have to have more confidence, Mm -hmm. right? Mm I am confident. We are confident. It's like, like, I don't think you understand yet how much of a core of our vibration this is. The pricing, like my problem. The confidence. Oh, the confidence. The confidence. You and for me, we have so much confidence available to us. So much. And you know that it's there because I feel like you're probably at a point where you tap into it fairly often. Mm-hmm. If you If you have the desire, this is something that you're learning in your coaching thing at the moment. If you have a desire for something, there are people out there who want to pay for it. Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to step away from this idea that there is a right price. I think you have to stop. I don't know. I just feel like you, you make it so complicated and it's not complicated. All these decisions in your business are so simple. And this is what I meant by the confidence thing. They're so simple. It's just about what do you want to price this at? And that's it. Like that's the end of the conversation. Do you know what I mean? It's not a complicated thing. It's not something that I fixate on. I just feel like what do I want to create? I want to create this mastermind. That would be really cool. I'm going to welcome in all these people. This is what we're going to do together. It's going to feel like this. This is what they're going to get out of it. And what price feels best, this is it. And that's it. I don't question it because I don't have to I don't question the rest of the information I get mm-hmm. like about I what think, the experience is going to be like yeah I worry about with pricing though that like 
I'm not ready to go to the high of price point that I like, is there a level in my business where it's going to be like, okay, now you can charge six figures a year, whatever for coaching or not that that's the price. I feel like I haven't even let myself think about the price that I want, but I just feel like there's a certain level I have to get to where I can charge like really high level coaching rates. Okay. All right. You want advice from me? I'm going to give you advice. (laughs) You will be at the level when you can charge those rates. When you stop going around in that spiral and you decide, no, it's now. This is me. This is what I charge. This is what it costs to be in my energy in this type of container. That's how you get to that level. You take the step yourself. You don't wait for it to happen to you. You haven't taken the step yet. That's all. What is the step? Is it just saying it? It's just the confidence thing of like owning it? Yeah. This is what I'm doing. This is how much it costs to do this with me. Okay. And I know it seems like a big step. I know you're saying that's not a step. That's a freaking leap. So there's that's not like an, there's not a number. I can just charge whatever I, I want and whatever. I feel, I, like, I feel like you're trying to ask me for an easy option, but yeah. that's the thing. Not an easy step to take. It's a simple step to take, you know, and I can say, because I've already been there that you just take this step and you just, you know, go right ahead and you, you own this whole thing. You know, you own your price, you own your, your offer, you know that people are going to turn up because like, why, why would you get the, why would the idea land in your head to do it? You know, straight from the universe type thing. Why would the, why would the idea to do this land in your head if nobody was supposed to want it? Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. But I, I feel like you, you want to like ease yourself into it. So ease yourself into it. Okay. Okay. Um, around the mastermind is like, I keep one going back from like six to eight people. Is there like, should I cap it at a number or because, you want to cap well, I don't know. I don't want to have to, I think I'm really afraid to go back to like doing one-on-one and doing a high level because I don't want it to like completely drain my energy. And so to me, that feels like taking on only eight and then only doing boxer access between like these bougie retreats. Is that like, I feel like thinking about doing a high level thing, it feels like I have to give like so much more access than I've ever given before. No. So I have several comments. First one is I like 10. 10? 10 people feels good to me. I like 10. I love retreats. Me too. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't love um, feeling like I have to make myself available 24-7 to people. Even though I'm the one, I feel like this is something I learned really early on. Even though I'm the one that makes the offer in the first place, you know, it's not that people are feeling entitled to it, but I never actually said anything. Even though I'm the one saying, here you get Voxer access to me for this long and in this way and this is, you know, expect a response in 24 hours or whatever. 
I don't actually like that. And what I had to do with my offers is to, because see, that's a time thing, right? The Voxer access is a time thing. So of course you're going to want to cap the number of people in a mastermind at something like four or five or six. Like even if you and your head are saying, I could do eight, you think about eight people. Like what if the way that your head is going to go, because this is where mine went, right? The way your head is going to go is you're going to think about having eight people in there that are potentially wanting a lot from you, right? Mm-hmm. And you feel like, well, they've paid this amount, especially for something like Mastermind. They've paid this amount, so I should be available for them. And I should be giving them these like lengthy answers and that kind of thing. But I don't want to. And I remember feeling like, and you're probably at this point now, I'm guessing if you're asking that question, I remember feeling like I was supposed to want to Mm -hmm. for this kind of container. But what I had to learn is to actually just do things differently. I know that you're calling it a mastermind, right? Which is, it's fine. But you need to not get stuck in the thinking that a mastermind has to look a particular way just because other people's masterminds looks look a particular way Hmm. do you know what I mean like maybe because like for for you like what do you what do you really like about it we like the retreat stuff we like the connection Mm -hmm. that's true Mm -hmm. right what we don't like is the feeling of I have to be available all the time to all of these different people yeah because it's that energetic pulling and you're fully aware that they've paid to be there yeah but maybe if it doesn't feel because if it doesn't feel good you're not going to actually want to manifest it fully not all of you will so then it won't like happen in the way that you want to or you won't or that's when you get people saying that you know they don't want to pay like this is that's the way that happened for me from what I remember and you don't have to go down the same path that I went Mm. I don't want you to that's why I'm happy that we're here (laughs) okay like I'll go I want you to go the fast way because there's all sorts of like annoying shit that I remember having to figure out and I was so frustrated with myself when I did figure it out that like I just went the long way and the short way is to keep everything simple Mm. like anytime now anytime I hear myself thinking should I blah 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 Maybe I should do it this way. Will people want me to or will people? I shut those thoughts down because they're not my truth. That's always going to be ego stuff. That's always going to be expectation. That's always going to be just endless noise. And none of that is what's going to build me a multiple seven-figure, eight-figure business and lifestyle. It's not, it has to be simple that doesn't make it easy because quite often the simple answer which is I don't want to do this mm-hmm. I don't want the boxer thing it actually doesn't feel good to me anymore maybe it did once upon a time but it doesn't right now so I'm actually not going to offer it what does feel good to me I love the retreats I know that much maybe I really love writing maybe I want to keep in contact with people through some sort of I don't know, like maybe I want to be sending emails out once a week or something like that to a specific group of people and maybe it would be really long and maybe I would talk about everything that's coming through for me that I feel like the group could benefit from, really high-level premium 
content delivered that way, but in your own time. Masterminds don't have to look a particular way. Yeah, that feels exciting to me because I kept, I wanted to do the multiple retreats, but I was just trying to figure out how to make the content work for me. But I guess I just need to think more outside of the box. But like also, you just, like there are so many options. The only option you're eliminating is anything that involves, like obviously the retreat, you're physically there, so you're physically available. And I feel like, I feel like if you want people to have like that real one-on-one access, just make that a bigger part of what's going on in the retreats. Mm-hmm. You know, have more time in the retreats where you have hot seat coaching mm. or whatever, you know, but maybe. I don't know like there's so much there's so much that you could do and so many things that feel good do you know what I mean that's why I don't feel like there's one answer to this the answer is more revolving around stop doing the stuff that you don't want to be doing anymore because that's going to keep you at a lower income level because you're not going to want to attract the people who want to pay for it Mm -hmm. okay okay that all makes sense thank you um okay my next couple questions are evolved like more around my podcast is my podcast like a big part of my strategy moving forward because I love it sometimes and then sometimes it feels like it drains me it's not the podcast it's your expectations of how it has to work the podcast is a great platform I love talking talking <laughs> is great I love the podcast format because I can just have like a stream of consciousness experience wherever I happen to be recording it and then upload it and like that's it. It's really easy for me. I can, you know, look like a cave troll if I want to and nobody's going to know. So like I love the podcast but I like I'm also fine with going three months without posting an episode Mm. it's just it's got to happen when it happens okay you know and it's not like I'm the type of person who's going to disappear off the face of the earth and not contact anybody or Mm. interact with my audience for those three months it's just that I'm doing other things in other places what's the point of having different types of content spread across all these different platforms if you're not like I don't know going through phases where you know you feel more drawn to Instagram stories and then other phases where you feel more drawn to a Facebook group, you know, okay. you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that answer. Um, also around guests on my podcast, um, is that it stresses me out so much to have guests, but I don't know if that's because of my own like ego wanting it to like be a good situation or if it's more aligned for me just to like go on and have like a stream of consciousness situation. Um, let's see. How do I feel about guests? I feel like there's something off about it. I feel like with guests, I don't, I don't know. It's like whenever I have a guest on, it's rare that I walk away feeling like I talked about what I wanted to be talking about. Mm-hmm. that's the thing that I don't like about it conversations with people is great but like I it's not I don't know I feel like I have so much to say and so sometimes it's like 
even though interviews, as I said, are great, sometimes it's like I've it's like I've wasted an opportunity to express something mm. to my audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've felt like that before with certain episodes. Yeah. So should I, what, what should I do? Just talk about what I want to talk about with people, like not hold back or should I do? Well, I feel like I would want to do less guest stuff. Like have less guests on, but also not worry so much about having like a huge variety of people and perspectives and maybe that sounds weird but I don't really care like I'm more interested in finding people who can contribute to what I already value and what I already want to tell my audience about rather than introduce new ideas Mm. which is like not what any of the advice is Mm -hmm. to do with a podcast but I feel like I want to talk more about authenticity. Mm. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about authenticity in business. I want to talk about owning who you are, like becoming queen of your own little world. I want to do more of that stuff. So when I talk to or interview people who are like maybe doing stuff that I'm super interested in and that I really respect and, um, maybe that's like a side little passion of mine for instance like I want to use my platform for actually like quite specific subjects Mm. the stuff that really matters to me stuff that I get onto like I don't know just like that I that I talk about and two hours goes by and I barely noticed Mm. you know yeah so that was another question that I had am I supposed to stay like mainly in like the business coaching and branding space or can I move into like spirituality and like those types of things that have been really like important in my journey up to this point or do I stay mostly in like the business area I think that you are your brand Mm -hmm. because that's how I feel I feel like I am my brand and if I am my brand then like to be quite honest, one big difference between you and me in terms of like if you could look at how if an alien came down and wanted to look at like discover Kinsey Madsen through the internet, right, mm-hmm. and that alien looked at you now versus looked at me where I am, one small but really important difference is that you introduce yourself as a business coach. Mm. I just introduce myself by my name. Because that's what they're getting. They're getting me. Yeah. And so if what I'm caring about more and more is like the mindset side of things, because that is what is really working for me, I know that that means that the energy in the universe or however you want to put it, like the way things are, are working for me and the people who follow my work, because like we're all a match to each other, right? Mm-hmm. So what that means is, is if I'm feeling super into a particular subject like human design, right, if I'm feeling super into a particular subject because I'm getting a huge amount of value out of that right now and I'm learning a lot and all that kind of thing. By the way, why am I wearing a fairy dress? 
<laughs> God, I hate it. I keep seeing it in the camera. Hang on, I have to move it. I cannot look at that anymore. We do not wear fairy dresses. Like sometimes <sighs> I wear fairy dresses. Future self oh, like, does it. No, not like this. No, like no. I feel really powerful, so I want to dress in a way that showcases that. Like I can be comfy too. That's fine. But this is not. How do I dress powerful? Really? Sorry. How do I dress powerful? Bold. Like, like this is like what is this? This is beige. I don't know. Like, have some color. Some color. Have some interesting things going on. I don't know. <laughs> what was I saying before? I don't remember. Mm. about about human design when I'm interested in human design yeah yeah so if human design is really working for you right now and if you're really into it and you're getting so much out of it then what I want to do Mm -hmm. right in those scenarios what I want to do is tell my people about it Mm -hmm. I feel like that's my job I feel like my job is to live my life up leveling as powerfully as I can and as fast as I can and doing all the stuff that I came here to do and lining up with everything that I want in like the most, like the most efficient ways, right? The most powerful ways I get to be me and like, I get to help people as a result of it. Like I love learning stuff. Like I love learning stuff about myself. I love learning stuff about the way things work. I love learning stuff about how you can, you know, use like the law of attraction and, you know, mindset stuff and spirituality and that sort of thing to make your life better. Like I love grounding all of that information and I feel like I'm actually really good at grounding a lot of this information and understanding how people can turn a concept into something that they can apply in their real lives and businesses so that it actually benefits them. You know, I feel like I'm really good at that. And so, I don't know. I just feel like my job is to be me exactly who I am because that's something that most people have never seen as an example in the world before. I'm supposed to be me. When I change my mind about something, I need to just publicly declare that I've changed my mind, right? Even if I've been, I don't know, launching a new program and 24 hours before the cart closes, I want to change the name. I'm going to change the name. Because that's me, you know, and I, it's interesting kind of, cause I feel like what people really pay me for is to watch me. If that makes sense. Like now I feel like what pay, people really pay me for is to watch me and to be in my energy because they get more of seeing me walk the walk, you know, yeah. they get more out of that and they understand by seeing me like lead by an example. I don't know. I feel weird saying that, but they get more out of seeing me like lead by an example and show them what all this stuff looks like than by me trying to explain it even, even though it's valuable to explain this stuff too, like totally. But I feel like when people get to see me own me, everything about me and like bring that into, bring that authenticity into the world with like total complete confidence and ownership. As I said, even, even stuff that like, like anything that you're not supposed to do if it feels good to me I want to do it Mm -hmm. and I want to not like 
shame myself for it in the process. I don't want to give other people the idea that they should be ashamed for it because I feel a lot of that too. I know that I'm sort of, I think I've lost track of the original question, but I feel like I have to tell you this. So I feel like I have a lot of responsibility and it's a type of responsibility that I do actually want to take on. I feel like I have a lot of responsibility for the example that I set for my people. And I think that, I don't know, I kind of felt the same way about my siblings uh, and just like family in general. I feel like I feel like I'm supposed to be setting an example and I like that kind of pressure in a lot of ways. Um, I think like once upon a time I used to sort of not like it so much because it made me feel like I couldn't relax. But I want to set the example that people can be themselves in their life and business and get paid a lot of money for it, mm-hmm. you know. And I know that in my business, every time I leveled up, every time I showed up a little bit more boldly, you know, every time I got a little bit louder, there's just this influx of new people who are super interested or I'd see this influx in new signups to my latest program or like whatever it is and I don't know I just feel like that's my responsibility I'm supposed to be showcasing what embodied powerful authenticity looks like in a woman in today's society oh yeah I love that I I mean yeah that's awesome the one the one thing around that that I like have questions about is I feel like me showing up purely and like my authenticity and something that I really believe in is like the way that I've moved out of my religion, but I'm afraid to talk about that path because I don't want to repel anybody who religion still serves them. And so am I supposed to show up more loudly with that? So like, I feel like there's parts of me, I feel like I have to hide because I want as many people as possible to be able to like experience, you know, my path into like self-development or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. Like, I still feel sometimes this fear that people aren't going to like me for saying something. But what I've noticed more and more is that I can say things, I can share my experience and my perspective without making it, like, a preachy thing, which is ironic because we're kind of talking about religion. But, um, like, I can share my experience and what I got out of it and what's been beneficial for me without telling people that they're wrong for doing it differently. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like when I do that, I don't get hate for it really. Like, I don't know. But, like, also I know that I showed up in a way that is in in integrity for me because I'm not telling people what to do with their own lives. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not about that. That's kind of the entire point of who I am and what I do is to let people be themselves and give permission by leading by example. Um, so like, I feel like talk about it because not because, not because it's a big deal at all. In fact, I feel like it's going to be something that you talk about and then I don't know, like almost you forget about it and it will seem like a minor thing, but it's just like, it's bothering you where you are at the moment that it's something that you haven't shared. Mm. I feel like, so I just feel like it will, it's, it's better to just get it out and there are a lot of things like in our life 
where like that's what we need to do a lot of the time especially when it's like at all related to all the online stuff mm-hmm. it's just like get it out you know mm-hmm. then you can move on because it's not a big deal anymore okay that makes sense and how I mean I don't know if you'll have like an answer for this but sometimes that's why I don't like my podcast and sometimes that's why I get in my mind is I feel like I'm preaching and like I never want that to be the vibe so is it just like is the majority of my business me showing up as me but then also sharing my experience just like more sharing and talking about it instead of like giving like direct tips if that makes sense yeah so I do have an answer for that um and you're like you're not preachy I don't remember I don't feel preachy I don't ever remember feeling preachy in my message or anything but what I do know can happen is just like the wording that I use sometimes or that you use sometimes um is what can maybe make it be interpreted interpreted in that way by like some people who are maybe like more sensitive to that stuff than others I don't know um so like um I feel like a good way to get get out of that is to um I don't know like think back to our preachiest podcast episodes or videos or whatever and listen back to it and listen to the words that you're using Mm. And figure out, like, what about that sentence made it seem preachy? Mm. And then just, like, have an awareness of your language. So then you're expressing exactly the same things. But sometimes it will be a word, you know, that um, or a phrase that you use in order to express something that is what's making it sound like you're trying to tell people how to live, Mm -hmm. right? But you're not really, Mm -hmm. you know. It's just, like, a language thing. But, like, that's a tiny tweak. Okay. You just got to you just got to be able to hear yourself and the way that you're saying it first so that you can make the tweak. And then you never like that's not something that I worry about anymore because I know that I'm expressing myself in a way that isn't, as I said, telling people how to live, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, I have like just a few more random questions that like don't have to do with anything. Oh, one is, and I don't know, I feel silly even saying this out loud, but will, like, will I write novels ever for, like, anything, or is it just, like, a side passion? Because it's something I think about all the time, and I don't know if future self me has done it or still thinks about it. It's not a side passion. Okay. Okay. Good That's to- all I'm going to give away, but you need to... <laughs> be you need to be writing okay okay um is okay is my location important to my success should I move to St. George should I move to Southern California like is your, that your like your location isn't important to your success you're not um you're not like powerless to your environment in that yeah. way at all like I know that it's all about my energy and how I caretake it so if I move to or even just like visit a particular location, I notice it affects me in a particular way. If I'm taking care of myself, then I can pick up on what's coming up for me and then I can like do something about it to get my energy right again. Do you know what I mean? So I can always make corrections if I'm affected by a particular location. 
but having said that, even though location for me, it's not going to affect my, my success. It is going to affect how I generally feel. It is going to affect my general mood. I feel really affected by where I am, like really, really affected by my environment and not in like a, I'm being victimized by the panoramic views sort of a way, but like, I don't know. It just makes a really big difference to how I feel. I feel like I take in energy, um, like visually, if you like, aesthetics are really impactful for me and my vibration. And it's not a superficial thing or anything like that. Not that I really care if it is, but um, yeah, I'm really affected by that and it will make a big difference. Like if, if I've got a view out my window that's of like a dump truck, I'm not going to feel good. And I might be able to brainstorm things that I can do to get my energy back up again. But I would rather not have to do that. I would rather look out and see, you know, a view of the ocean or a view of like the mountains or like, I don't know, something like that, something that feels really good so that I don't have to like bring myself back up again. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And the other question on that same note is like, I keep wanting to be closer to my family because I think that affects a lot of it. Is that something that like would help me feel better is moving closer to my family? I don't want to live where they live though. Yeah, me either. (laughs) I don't want to live where they live. I feel like... Because there are a lot of places that I'm happy to live in, right? It's not like I feel like a lot of people are only um, like they only feel okay living in specific parts of the world and that's it and that anything else just feels completely off to them. I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of places where I can be more than comfortable. I can be really happy. Um, I feel like a couple of things. One thing is that like the area where my family lives I don't have to live on the same street as them you know in order to be close to them so maybe like I could explore you know the most beautiful parts of the general area or the surrounding towns or or whatever and you know see if there's anywhere that feels really perfect Mm -hmm. to me you know and then I could consider that but like more than that, what actually feels true, well, not, I mean, the other thing feels true as well, but what feels much, much better to me is that I have, um, like, a place, um, I don't know, like somewhere that feels like my ideal location. Maybe it's near the water. Like, I don't know. I'm, as I said, I'm not actually that fussy. It just has to look good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it just has to look good. I would rather be in a place like that for like nine months of the year and then go and spend three months at the prettiest time of the year where my family lives. Yeah. I would rather do that. I would rather, yeah, I would rather do that. Or even if you split that time into like two six week blocks in the two prettiest times of year, like, mm. I don't know, like there are just certain. I don't, I don't want to be there year round. That's what I know. That wouldn't feel good to me. So like something like if, if I was going to, if I'm thinking about buying property, I don't want to buy property there. Mm. 
you know. But manifesting a situation where, you know, you um, like own a home in in um, the location that's sort of like your permanent address, if you like, but then um, having the funds to like go and live in a really like high-end sort of Airbnb for like different chunks of the year where it's like nice Mm -hmm. where the family lives like we can do that that's fine but we don't want to be there when we hate how it looks yeah okay okay that makes sense um yeah I don't think I have any more questions about that I mean I think that's what I I want to do but I didn't know yeah that's that's great Okay, my last question is, and I don't know if this is, like, super important, but do I stay Kinsco World or do I change to, like, just pure Kinsey Madsen? So you will need to change to Kinsey Madsen, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be now, okay. right? So you're not at a point where you're – expansion is like dependent on it and you will hit that point and it's not far away when you hit that point you'll know because it will just feel like it offends you all of a sudden right (laughs) like like you just you don't want to be typing that out anymore you know that that will happen but it's not necessarily today it could be next week but it's not necessarily right now um because there are you're gonna find that in a way that, like, I could never put my finger on. I still haven't figured it out. I mean, it's probably not that important. Otherwise, I would know. But in a way that I never really figured out, I felt like I was hiding behind it. Mm. I don't know if you're aware of that yet now, but it's like some part of me was hiding behind it. You know what it is? I think it, it was something about actually using my name my full name that was just like this is like this is me without any like extra branding if that makes sense mm-hmm. um yeah it's sort of like it, it sounds weird but like you're not holding anything back and you're not like holding back on your last name mm-hmm. do you know what I mean it's like it's all out there and I feel like that's if that's what I'm supposed to be doing and it what I'm about is meant to be about this is me then it just felt right because I feel like I've been using just my name for a long time Mm -hmm. so I can't imagine that that shift for you would be very far away okay 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 I think that's all unless there's anything else that like I need to know but I feel like I got so much out of that yeah um okay is there something I want to tell you um I feel like you don't get what I am trying to, um, I don't feel like I'm expressing it very well either. I feel like I'm not communicating what I mean by or what I meant in the beginning about this confidence thing and about everything being really simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when I was figuring this out, there I had a lot of mental blocks to it, so maybe that's why. But um I'm going to try and explain it a little bit better for you because that's what I like. I want you to get it. So it's like 
everything in your life and business can be really simple. It can come down to what feels really good right now. Not in like a coping mechanism kind of a way, you know, not in like an avoidance kind of a way, but what feels like the truth for me in this moment without factoring anything else in anything else in what feels good you get really really super clear on that so that you know it and then if you like you can take other factors into consideration but you know what your truth is so then after that if you choose to make a step that goes in the opposite direction of your truth you're not telling yourself that oh I don't know why this isn't working out and why I'm encountering all of this resistance you have to be able to own the decision and know that I did go against like what Mm. is fully true for me right now in making that choice back there you know so like like you talked about the mastermind right there are certain parts of like the whole sort of thinking process behind it that feel really good to me and there are certain parts that don't and a lot of the parts that don't feel good to me at all are things that like if you look at the industry that you're supposed to do in the mastermind that you're supposed to include in a mastermind Mm-hmm. and I just like it like it doesn't feel good to me I don't want it to be that way so therefore like that's where that thought process gets the gets to end mm-hmm. you know if it doesn't feel good okay I'm not gonna do it and that's it not oh but maybe I should do it mm-hmm. or maybe other people want me to do it or maybe people won't sign up unless I do do it like no what if you know what if there are people who don't actually fully resonate with the traditional format for a mastermind? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're my people. I'm making this for someone and it's got to feel good to me because if only if it feels really good to me, will it feel really good to them? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it, like there are a lot of mental blocks here, but that's why, that's why like if you can remind yourself of, anything over and over again if you want to use a mantra or something like that ever it needs to be like make this simple what do I want what feels good Mm -hmm. and if you can make your decisions from that place as often as possible you'll line up with your success so much faster than you ever thought that you could but it's like the shoulds that come in yeah well I think it feels hard for me because it seems like in the past, anytime I've done that and like waited to see what feels good, it hasn't been as successful of months as when I like hustled. Why are you waiting? What do you mean waited to see what feels good? Like if I felt like cloudy and I was like, okay, I'm going to wait to re- launch something like that. I took a break to launch or it's, okay. I look at that as like evidence. Yeah. No, when you said cloudy, that made me remember so the cloudy thing is not that you don't know it's not when you feel that sense of cloudy literally think of it as like a something covering the sun which is your knowledge of what you want to do Mm. when you're when you are feeling cloudy when we are feeling cloudy it's because we don't actually want to admit to what we really want to be doing Mm. okay so then it's about figuring out what that is and sometimes that's like talking to somebody who you feel like can dig that out of you or like you can journal on it and you can use like a prompt like what is it that I'm afraid to admit that I really want right now Mm. and see where that takes you because remember that admitting to it doesn't mean that you have to take action on it Mm. right but you're better off knowing than not knowing 
Okay. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. But like I just I don't feel like I don't feel like you understand how confident like how much confidence is true to you. Like you're I feel like part of why I'm here is meant to be because I'm like the embodiment of confidence and like ownership of self and identity and letting it be okay that as I discover new things about myself that stuff changes. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I wear purple for five years and then I decide I actually hate purple and I'm never going to wear it again. Mm. You know, I'm not afraid to change that, you know, because I mean, Otherwise, I'm literally forcing myself to stay stuck and I'm not for that either. But, like, I want to be, like, a role model for people and show them how this is done because I'm fully aware from what other people tell me that I'm already, like, leagues ahead of most people with this, like, ownership of self stuff. I'm already leagues ahead with this confidence stuff. I feel like I can express myself naturally without working on anything um, far more freely than most people seem to. Um, people always talk to me about, like, how held back they feel in that way and how inspired they feel by listening to me speak and how like uninhibited I am in a lot of ways and I just want to do more and more and more of that because I just want to free people up Mm. in that way people are so like suffocated so I want to be like the living embodiment of the opposite yeah just gonna be crazy sometimes but (laughs) Okay. I like that way. I, I feel like it's hard. Like I was that way when I was doing design work because I knew like I had done it for 10 years and I could charge somebody a million dollars for design work and I wouldn't think twice about it because I have that confidence. And so part of me keeps waiting like with all the stuff I'm doing now, like is that gonna come with time? Like am I gonna be able to step more into that with time or is it just like a conscious decision? No, so your problem right now is because you're not doing stuff that you feel the same level of confidence about mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so your design work like I can't ever remember a time where I wasn't completely clear on how good I am at that right mm-hmm. so I feel like you're at the stage where you're still selling things that you know that you're good at and that you can help people with but you don't feel you don't feel like you're at the same level that you felt like you were at with design yeah totally and so like the shortcut there is to do some introspection I feel like and tap into what do you what do you feel confident about now because this is going to change for you um even over the next couple of years this is going to change for you because you're going to I don't know you're going to have some realizations about like how good you are about certain things and those realizations are going to come through the feedback that you get from other people but you're not really doing a lot of that like I feel like my retreat was that I feel like my retreat was the one thing that I felt as confident as I do about design like yeah but like what if what if retreats become a really big part of this business phase for you? Like a really big part. What if you're doing them like all the time? 
What if you have options for people to sign up for one retreat one-off and then you have slightly lower priced options for people to sign up for every retreat that you hold for a 12-month period? Mm -hmm. What if you, you know, what if that's the transformative experience that you can offer? Mm. You won't be doing retreats forever, but, like, this is part of it. Like, if it feels good to you, you've got to do it because that's what I'm all about, you know. Yeah. And if you can do that in a retreat like format and like you'll get better naturally, like I don't even have to tell you how you'll get better at making um, these retreats like easier on you. So they're not like there's no part of them that's stressful at all. And a lot of that will all have to do with like delegating to um, other people um, and also like changing like the places where you host the retreats. I feel like. Um, especially at like certain times of year to make certain things easier, like, I don't know, like distance to airports and that kind of thing. Um, so you'll make it really easy and you'll make it super high end and you might bring in like guests, you might bring in, you know, you might do some retreats that are like collaborations with other experts that are still doing something that's like very similar, very related to what you're doing, but like very complimentary. Um you know, you might be doing that kind of thing. I don't know, like you just like there doesn't have to be rules around it and I feel like the mastermind thing is feeling off because there are so many rules about the way that you can do it and the way that you can't do it. But if you know for sure and you have that confidence in you about retreats, do more retreats. And, again, this is not about deciding that this is the number of retreats that I now have to do for an entire year. No, every time you feel like, God, I would have so much fun if I could host another retreat in like three weeks from now. Then do it, you know? Okay. I can do them like with, I guess that's just about thinking outside the box, but that's what feels stressful to me is committing to like a certain amount. But Well, that's another problem with the mastermind then, isn't it? Because it doesn't feel good. That's what what I'm saying. Like it can be as simple as what feels good because that's your alignment. Well, then do I not even need to do a mastermind and I should just do like another retreat yay she got there. <laughs> okay. yeah you okay. might do a mastermind one day but all of the elements that you feel like have to be there to even call it a like a traditional mastermind in the first place you don't want to do a lot of them yeah I feel not right for you right now it's not that there's anything inherently wrong with them or anything but they're not right for you right now Retreats are right for you right now. Okay. So go with it. Okay. Cool. Okay, I'm excited. I feel good about everything. Okay. So you don't have any more questions? No, I don't. Okay. I have a lot to think about. (laughs) Okay. That was so much crazier than I thought it was going to be. I got kind of shy. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. It's just weird now. I'm really offended she didn't like my dress. Yeah, what the crap? She was so sassy. She was way sassier than I am. She was actually different from the future self that I talked to. Really? Um, this morning, yeah. That future self was like, she was like walking, talking sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. 
Oh my, wow. Even like the way that she moved, I was just like, this is going to be intense if this is going to happen on camera. (laughs) Okay. I like feel there's just so many like things that I have to think about. That was crazy. Yeah. I, yeah, you got like a little bit unlucky in some ways because I felt like your future self wanted you to get there on your own in terms of making, um, realizations and that sort of thing uh like a lot of the time when you talk to a future well I mean to some degree they'll all be like that because the journey was an important part of the process for them but like I don't know I felt like this future self for you really wanted you to um like get it like have that moment where things clicked into place well it's probably because I feel like I have to get it out like I don't know yeah. if you had just told me like, do this, do this, do that. Like, I don't know if it would have like clicked with me as much where talking it through kind of did. You realize it. Yeah. But that's what you, yeah. Okay. This is crazy. <laughs> I can't wait for everybody to learn how to do this. I don't even know. Let's see if anybody has commented anything. Yeah. I can't see anything on okay. my. I'll tell you what screen. comments we have. Um, it says eight comments, but it's not letting me see them all. Let me see if I open it up on my phone. Okay. And when are they getting to see this training of how to do it on their own? You're going to show them like a little mini one. How to say it. You're going to do a journaling one on Monday, right? Oh, no. Like the full training is happening on Monday. I'm going to Oh, the full training is happening yeah. on Monday. Yeah. But like what I meant was that, um, I teach it at different levels, like within that training. So that oh. if like letting this being into your own body and brain and that kind of thing for a while scares the hell out of you, then like, that's fine. We can start small. <laughs> that, that's exciting. I'm excited to watch. Okay. Let's see what comments we have. Um, Holly says she's still in her childhood religion, but loves when I talk about my journey because it inspires her own personal faith journey. Good to know. She's taken some spiritual practices. Okay, so it's all just basically about what I want. Somebody said they would kill for a novel by me. I almost started crying when she told me that. That's how I know I need to actually do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, oh, man, she actually held back with you a lot. So I do see why. Sorry? I trust what she told me, like, as being enough, because I feel, like, very inspired and ready to go now. Yeah, no, she she held back a lot, but like, I don't know, like from my perspective in there, it kind of felt like um, like you would get more out of like a lot of the like experiencing it and actually going through certain things, but like, like so for example, if you'd gone in and said like like with the writing thing like like what novel do I write tell me the plot you know tell me the character there's no way that she ever would have given that to you but um (laughs) but like the thing about the book that felt really 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 big really like huge um not even because it it doesn't feel like book it feels like books it feels like several and I feel like at least one of them play your cards right um you know, follow your gut, do what feels good, that kind of thing. It felt like, uh, like, cause I was seeing like really good, like images of really good reviews in newspapers. I was seeing 
bestsellers numbers lists and that kind of and as I said like I don't know because it felt like more than one book so I don't know if that's like the first one but like I don't know and even if it's not like a literal translation the way that I would interpret that is that there's a lot of success that comes from novels for you okay that makes me so excited (laughs) it like feels like that's like not what I should have even been asking but I'm glad I I almost didn't ask because I was like embarrassed in this sort of situation because like I don't know it just felt like it's like so out of left wing but or right wing or whatever the saying is but it just felt like my future self like didn't give enough she like shared all aspects of herself and she wasn't worried about like yeah well like weird it actually felt like the novel was a big part of your business interesting how does that work I feel like it's a big part of your business because it's feel like it's part of I don't know I feel like like maybe the characters that you'll create people will just like fall in love with them but a lot of these characters will be based on like different parts of your own personality mm-hmm. so in people falling in love with the characters and wanting to find out more about the author they encounter you on, online and see what you're all about and see that you're more than just an author mm-hmm. and um then they're following you from that place you know what I mean like having discovered you through your books that's so cool. I mean, I, yeah, that's good to know because I've always wondered. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I just said that um, it just feels like the novels are just a big part of your business. Cool. You know, it's yeah. not a side thing. Okay. Okay, cool. Cause that's what it's, I feel like has always stopped me is I just want to like stay focused on the business thing because I love it and I love everything I do. Most of what I do. And it's yeah so good to know that somehow it it ties in with everything yeah I think it's I and I think that you're feeling really inspired to do that now because it is a part of your business success in a weird roundabout way like I just described (laughs) I think it's yeah like it's just it is all linked together okay but you won't fully know until you've done it (laughs) I'm ready bring it on I'm ready for all the things. I feel like there was, yeah, there was just so many breakthroughs. I'm excited for everybody to like do this on their own. Yeah. I feel like you might even self-publish as well. Really? I've always, I've always wondered that element of thing because just my personality, like I hate having to like have any sort of person like attached to me, like have any sort of deadlines or like that would feel like I was working for someone again. But yeah. And like also not having anybody coming in and saying well we think the book has to be marketed in this way because we think this is the type of person who will buy it therefore you have to change this character you have to change this plot twist you have to change the ending the cover can't look the way that you want it to look and we can't pick the title that you want to use like I feel like that would just yeah make find a clip so like yeah I feel like self-publishing could happen okay okay (laughs) We have a lot of things to work on. <laughs> okay. Was, was there anything that you felt um, like unclear on? I don't think so. I mean, I was feeling weird about the mastermind thing. Like, how do I do that then if there's no rules? But then when I was just like, okay, I just do another retreat that like, that feels so much better. But I think I get in my mind about, well, I want to do the 
the mastermind because then I'll have the set amount of retreats and then I know how much is coming in every month. And it's like that manifesting with a calculator thing I sometimes do. Well, like, but can you see then that it's not about the mastermind that you're wanting? You want recurring income that you can count on, but that doesn't have to come through a mastermind. If you want that, you will be inspired to do something that brings that kind of income in. But if the mastermind feels good, then it's not going to be that. It'll probably just be really stressful and bring your energy down to a point where you can't actually manifest that money in the first place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I don't really have any questions about that now. The biggest thing I feel like I have to wait and like take time to think about is what do I actually want? Like, I don't remember. I'm going to have to go back and watch it, but something about like, what am I afraid to admit I actually want? I feel like that's like a big, even like the novel thing is like me being so like, I, most people in my life don't know that that would be like my biggest dream. I was even like embarrassed to tell you originally. Cause I'm like, this just, it feels so, I don't know. So I feel like there's a lot of things probably that I'm like embarrassed to admit. Yeah. But I feel like that's, that seems to be really common with writers in general though. And I think it's because writing can feel really personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It'll feel totally different than just like, giving business advice or like teaching my journey it's like something I'm creating yeah because it's it's art and art is always about expression and because it's about expressing who you are then you know like whenever we produce art or express ourselves in any way we're always going to be afraid that people are going to reject that expression and if they reject the expression they're rejecting us Mm -hmm. so it's always scary yeah Okay. It's okay. You can still do it, even though it's scary. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't think there was anything else. I don't even re- like my mind is kind of hazy about it. But I liked even how she described that. Like the cloudy thing uh, yeah. is it's it's not like unsurety because I felt like like that's why I think I have a hard time taking like a break is because a lot of times it comes when I'm feeling cloudy instead of like looking at it and being like no this there's like something that I want but it's like it's just covered you know yeah like you part of you doesn't want to admit to it yeah 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 I think I think the um she gave you a journal prompt I think it was something along the lines of like um what am I afraid to admit that I want Mm -hmm. something like that I feel like that would be really good to do in fact, I feel like that'd be a really good thing for anybody to do. As you said that, I was what like, everybody really needs to I'm do that. To. Yeah. We'll have to add that. Okay. I think I'm good. I'm like ready after hearing that. I'm feeling so, I'm ready to go start writing right now. I have a lot to do. I Good thing I just had a Diet Coke. I'll be up till four again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was really cool. So, um. Thank you right. so much for doing that for me. I'm so glad that this all worked out. Like the the way that everything has worked out has been crazy with this. Yeah, yeah, it's been really cool, and I really like doing um doing this kind of thing. It's it's a weird feeling when it's like somebody else's. Yeah, future, it is a bit different to like your own future self because your own future self, like even though you haven't been there yet, there's like a level of fam- familiarity. Um, but it's really interesting to see how things um, match up. And like something, 
I feel like a piece of feedback that I can give you about that as well is that I feel like there are some parts in that where that future self made it seem like or would have made it sound like on your end that like you're really far away from each other. But from my perspective, it didn't feel that way at all. Mm. Like it didn't feel like like that future self was not that far into the future but had covered a lot of ground. Mm. So I don't know. Like I don't know if that's an indication that you could go through like this massive growth period really soon. I don't know, but it just it just felt like it was in a really different place, really high income, felt really good about life and business and everything, but it was not that much older than you are now. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. Is there anything else like distinguishable about her that you noticed? Do you even like, is it just like a feeling or what is it like when you do that? For someone? Um, well, sometimes, sometimes there are like images or like I get a sense for things. Um, she had, she had very like, um, I don't know, like, how do I describe it in a way that isn't going to sound really negative? Um, you can say it in a negative way. I feel like I'll, <laughs> no, it, it was like, it was like, she's the type of person that can be a little bit unnerving because she won't break eye contact. <coughs> oh my gosh. You know what I mean? But like, not like in a, creepy I'm gonna kill you kind of way but like isn't kind of doing that slightly nervous like looking away every so often thing that does come from like a nervousness thing but it also kind of makes people more comfortable I feel like she wasn't like that she felt so like sure about everything so sure um it felt like she had quite a big team business-wise I felt like she had quite a big team and she was very good at delegating. She was very um, confident about what she wanted to be her responsibility and what was everybody else's responsibility. She's super decisive, mm. super decisive because she was she was making everything. I, I was just trying to think, did it feel like she like practices what she was telling you in terms of like making everything simple? And that is what she's like, like 90% of time, but like, 90% of the time, but because, you know, we're all human, there are certain situations where you kind of want to do the thing that might not feel the best to you, but you want to do something for, so like, say for example, you've got a relative that's kind of sick. It might not feel good to you to drop everything and fly to where they are, not because you don't want to be with them, but because like you really care about what you're doing or like whatever. So you would be going against what would feel best to you, which would be to stay, especially if you feel like, you know, maybe they got taken to hospital for like some health scare, but you feel like they're going to be fine. And mm-hmm. it probably turns out that they are fine. Um, just like, so there are certain situations where this version of you like would go against what felt the best mm-hmm. um, and like would go against her own intuition was sort of always proven right. But she's still like, even in hindsight, her attitude was like, well, I wouldn't do it any differently because, you know, just like the whole fear of like the, the like, what if I, or I just want to do this just in case, even if my intuition tells me everything's going to be fine, mm-hmm. this is the way for me to feel like for sure. But like very few situations were like that. This part or this version of you is just so confident about everything. I feel like, I, I feel, I feel like she experiments with like coloring her hair quite a lot. 
Hmm. I feel like her hair color is definitely similar to yours now. She was wearing heels. I think they were like black boots. She was wearing a really bright um, top thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. She's not into like flowy things. Really? I'm like the most flowy type person. No, she, she, everything that she was wearing was very like, um, super flattering and it was really like figure hugging and it was really good quality. So it fit just right and all that kind of thing. Um, but she didn't like flowy stuff because she just had an attitude of like, I have nothing to hide. I want people to see me and I want them to see all of me. You know, she sounds awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she's the type of woman that would be really intimidating to people, but in the way that they kind of feel a little bit intimidated, but at the same time, they're like taking notes because they want to be like her type of thing. She gave off that vibe. Okay. Okay. What was the person that you talked to this morning? What was she like? Well, I'm just trying to remember. I think I wrote down how I phrased it. So if I find that piece of paper, I'll um, I'm just give curious. it to you. I feel like it doesn't, like, it's just out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah. No, no. but, like, I'll give you that phrasing so that you can go meet that future self if you yeah. want. But, like, she was super seductive, I think. Like, in all of her energy. And this version of your future self was more like the confidence. It was a representation of that part of you the confidence and the whole um, like solidness of self type of thing, like you know who you are and that kind of thing. And it makes sense that that was the part of you that needed to come through. But there's a part that the part, the future self that I looked at this morning had like fully owned your sensuality and your sexuality. And that had become like a part of your self-expression, but it felt like that future self was older like further along in life than the future self that we looked at just then I feel like good to know all of this I'm gonna have to re-watch this immediately after <laughs> yeah I feel like you've got some processing to do yes I definitely do okay well thank you so much I'm so glad we got this figured out and I am like freaking looking forward to your training on this I don't even it was so crazy because your mannerism shifted like oh, really yeah, is well, just like as as soon as you started talking, I was like, oh shit! Like I am talking to my future self. Like the way <laughs> the way you like said stuff, and you were, it was just very interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. See, that's the part of it that I don't really notice. Yeah, like I I know what I'm saying, but I don't know. Like I don't notice man- mannerism things. Mm-hmm. I have seen myself filmed. <laughs> doing this before then that freaks me out a little bit sometimes like yeah in the filmed versions that I've that I've watched like I'll use words that I never use I've used words before in these sorts of future self exercises that like I didn't even know what they meant and I had to look them up in the dictionary that is like, so funny that was, yeah okay anyway <laughs> okay cool well thank you so much and I'm sure everybody is like freaking dying to know how to do this now. So we will be anxiously awaiting.